John Curley, Sherry Elliger Show. That's right. Joe, I believe people occasionally do go to the John and Sherry Instagram page, and from there, they can just click one small button and find themselves, who knows, maybe on the radio talking about what we do here, which we like to call news and entertainment. I believe someone, I, yeah, Aaron has done it and a whole bunch of others. Anybody out there uh, possibly have explained to people what we're doing? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go, Sherry. Big news to get to. It's the fact that, well, um, the Supreme Court, it's not going well for the folks in Colorado, I'll tell you that. No. The most important thing is it goes nine across. Boom, nine across. Not like splitting it. Three, six, conservative, liberal, don't do that. If all of them simply go, no, this doesn't apply, the 14th doesn't apply here, sorry, can't do this, can't have each state setting these things up. So if they just dismiss it, it would be great, because if you get that split in there, then you're going to have, oh, you know, the Supreme Court, oh, the Supreme Court. Then we go back to, you know, oh, gosh, it's going to be Al Gore, kind of, oh, the Supreme Court chose him, right? So hopefully, and it looks like with a lot of the questions that are being asked, this stuff is like, uh, you know, not exactly going to work too well for Colorado. Counselor, what do you do with the, what I would seem to me to be plain consequences of your position? If Colorado's uh, position is upheld, surely there will be disqualification proceedings on the other side, and some of those will succeed. Some of them will have different standards of proof. Some of them will have uh, uh, different rules about uh, evidence. Maybe the Senate report won't be accepted in others because it's hearsay. Uh, maybe it's beyond a reasonable doubt, whatever. In very quick order, I would expect, um, although my predictions have never been correct, uh, I would expect that uh, you know, a goodly number of states will say, uh, whoever the Democratic candidate is, you're off the ballot, and others uh, the, for the Republican candidate, you're off the ballot, and it'll come down to just a handful of states that are going to decide the presidential election. That's a pretty daunting consequence. Uh, yes, uh, Chief Justice Roberts, can, can we take a brief pause for a moment while I just uh, check Google? Yeah. Um, yeah, this, um, even liberals are like looking at this thing like, I, I'm sorry, guys, this is not going to work under the 14th Amendment. You know, um, he, the president, is not referred to as an officer when they wrote the thing. In fact, you know, just to sort of give everybody a quick refresher. And by the way, this will be on the test on Friday, right, Sherry? The 14th yes. Amendment? Yeah. Do you, so I'm, give, yes. I'm giving everybody a fair warning, and it's going to count 30% towards your grade. So just let everybody knows. The 14th Amendment is the most important amendment ever added to the Constitution. Or certainly They're going to do multiple choice. The 14th Amendment is A, the most important. The 14th Amendment is B, right after the 13th Amendment. Right? Or C, 14th Amendment's really important. And then D is all the above. Since the Bill of Rights. You might say yes. that it's an attempt to put into the Constitution some of the ma major results of the Civil War. Most Northern Republicans, the victorious people in the Civil War, thought that the 14th Amendment was absolutely essential uh, to making sure that the victory in the Civil War of the nation 
was consolidated and that the former Confederates didn't come into power again. I think white Southerners saw Section 3 as a punishment. Subsequently, in American history, on occasion, it was enforced, but very, very rarely. Most notably is Victor L. Berger, a congressman oh. and co-founder of the Socialist Party. He was elected in 1918 after being indicted for espionage. Now, by the way, the Espionage Act, it's important to say, had nothing to do with espionage the way we... Yeah, listen, here's why they wouldn't let him run. Listen to understand this. understand it. It was just if you oppose the war, they threw you in jail. Berger did oppose the war, <laughs> so Congress invoked Section 3 and refused to seat him. The Supreme Court went on to overturn his espionage conviction, and then he was seated in Congress and eventually served two more terms. They said, well, if there's no evidence that he did give aid or comfort to the enemies of the United States uh, now, so therefore we can't uh, deny him the right to hold office. So that raises the first questions for the Supreme yes. Court. What qualifies as an insurrection today? How do we know someone did that? Are they going to get a trial by jury? Uh, is it just an administrative thing where some committee, well, look, here's the film and you're in there. You're, is that a judicial proceeding? Is that a political proceeding? Another important question, does Section 3 even apply to the president? Senator, representative in Congress, elector for president, for vice president, um, or civil or military office under the United States or under any state. Is the president an officer under the United States? Doesn't mention the president, but it doesn't exclude the president either. If you are searching for the one original intent or the one go, original meaning, you are never going to get any credit. Because there was so much dissension, there was disagreement, there were compromises. Judge uh, Kenji Brown uh, asked the question, you know, if if it included the president, why didn't they say the president? It appoints officers. President appoints officers. It, it would also and, uh, and officers. There'd be words in there. If you're a originalist and you read through, it's like, sorry, that the president is not an officer. So this doesn't apply. Plus, the other thing is, like, who found him guilty of insurrection? Th three judges in, in Colorado? Well, that's Based what on what evidence? Yeah. Amy Coney Barrett said, it just doesn't seem like a state call. Why should a single state have the ability to make this determination, not only for their own citizens, but for the rest of the nation? Yeah, there you go. So I, I don't know how much longer they're going to deliberate, uh, but this they should make a quick hash of this one. Uh, other news that broke just about an hour before we came on the air. It seems like, remember the big brouhaha? They go down there to Mar-a-Lago. Where are the boxes? Did you get all the boxes? Trump's people said in June two years ago, yeah, you got them all. They said, no, we don't we got them all. No, that's it. And then they said, well, we want to come down there. No, we gave them all to you. You're not going to come look at them. We, we, we gave you everything you wanted. So there was obstruction. Then they came in, middle of the morning, you know, in there, digging around, finding everything, tearing the place upside down. They find more boxes. They also find out that they had deleted some of the video of the security video of them moving boxes around. That's bad. Listen, just say, hey, here are the boxes. This is everything we got. No more, no less. That's it. But because of the obstruction part, that's where they get Trump on this. Joe, on the other hand, or Joe's people that tell him what to say and where to stand and stuff like that, and what kind of ice cream and when to smell a girl's hair, those people, 
once the lawyers went into his office there in Washington, D.C., why they were in the office, who knows why lawyers were in there. I would not pay somebody $600 an hour to move boxes, but the lawyers found some boxes, and then there are other boxes that, oh, boy, better do something about this. So then at that point, they said, here they are. Come get them. They find them in the basement. They find them in the garage. They find them in the Delaware home. They find them there in the office, and they turn them all over. They bring Joe in. This is Trump didn't do this. Joe sat down for two days. was it five hours at a time, and they asked him a bunch of questions. He had a difficult time remembering a couple of things. One, what years he served as vice president. That's uh, He couldn't quite get that one. And then also he had trouble identifying what year his son died. You figure that would be a big deal. Um, as the, they said, he appeared to be feeble, uh, had a, a thin memory, um, and they said if this guy ever stood in front of a jury, they would maybe take some sympathy on him because he seems to be so addled. The uh, most powerful yeah. man in the world. They said um, it would be difficult to convince a jury that they should convict him. By then, a former president well into his 80s of a serious felony that requires a mental state of willfulness. Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview of him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a Mm -hmm. poor memory. And it says Biden is someone for whom many jurors would want to identify reasonable doubt. That statement is more damaging than than an indictment. Hmm. Well, interesting, Peter Ducey was asking those questions. Here's what he's going to refer to. This is Joe Biden talking. Um, and remember, um, Mitterrand died, was it 96, 97? Mitterrand, the president of France, dies. The big story of that was his wife and his mistress were both at the funeral, Sherry. But that's another story for another time. Uh, so Biden is talking uh, just a couple days People ago. pled guilty. You know, I, right, right, right after I was elected, I went to a, what they call a G7 meeting, all the NATO leaders. I was in, I was in the south of England, and I sat down and I said, "America's back." And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean from France, looked at me and said, uh, "said, you know, why, why, how, how long are you back for?" And I looked at him, and the, and the Chancellor of Germany said, what would you say, Mr. President? Okay, sure. mm. And then Napoleon, returning Napoleon, I, Napoleon was sitting there, and I, <laughs> oh, God, okay. He so, did this, the, the bad yes. part is that he did this twice, and nobody corrected him. He told the exact same story about 30 blocks away at another event. His staff <sighs> never went to him and said, by the way, uh, make sure you know exactly when it was he Macron. It was Macron. Right. It wasn't Mitterrand. And yeah. Helmut Kohl. It was really um, Angela Merkel. Yeah. So Merkel. Yeah. that leads me to believe that they're not paying any attention to his speech. I don't think it's that they're worried about correcting him. I just don't think they're paying attention. Well, they could be products of the DEI quota box folks that have no idea who is the president of well, France. That's true. They may not know it was a mistake. They might yeah. know. But it's important that they represent all the various diverse folks that we can possibly elect, regardless of their competency. Here's Peter Ducey talking to another one of those people that you can check boxes with, and, and she has no time for this. Question. How is President Biden ever going to convince the three-quarters of voters who are worried about his physical and mental health that he is okay 
even though in Las Vegas he told a story about recently talking to a French president who died in 1996. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole with you, Why? sir. What is We're going to go. Hole? Go ahead. He said go he ahead. talked to Mitterrand. Go ahead. In you saw the president in Vegas, in California. You've seen the president in South Carolina. You saw him in Mich Michigan. I'll just leave it there. What, okay. what does that even mean? I mean, what? He, you saw Nothing. him? She's just, she's looking at the book, explaining. What she's probably trying to say is he's been here, 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 here. He's traveling great, deal. You're seeing him in all these places. He's doing great. He, they, he killed in South Carolina. He was great in Las Vegas, you know. Look, she can't answer it because she knows that is the biggest stink bomb. And every single day when he goes out, there is more and more panic for everybody in the White House, everybody in the Democratic Party. Everyone knows it. And it's just getting worse, worse. I watched him when he debated Paul Ryan. I'll tell you something. You wouldn't be sitting next to Joe Biden when if you were Paul Ryan. He took him apart. I mean, a lot of stuff is nonsense, but he's quick and fast, and he was able to, you know, dodge and weave and just to decline. And then I watched him a year and a half ago, and you can see it. You can see it start to go. And he, we'd have cer certain verbal tics that he'd catch himself with, like, long story, I don't want to get into it, right? Or I don't want to say, I'll, I'll get in trouble if I... No, what he was saying was he couldn't remember what it was, so then he gave up. That's a long story. No, but the problem was, he couldn't remember. Now he doesn't even do that anymore. The decline is fairly rapid, and they know it. They've got a big problem. But they really, what are they going to do? Is it going to be there that, that they're going to all of a sudden decide that they're, they're going to get rid of him during the, you know, during the nomination period? They're gonna, somebody's going to come up and stand up and say, we're going to put somebody else in there? I, I just... It's getting worse every single day for the president of the United States as it becomes more and more apparent. They hid him during the 2020 in his basement and they let him out a little bit. And now he's out there on the campaign trail. There's no way he can keep up this pace. So they've got a serious problem. Somebody well, has to I do something. I think the special counsel report. I, I mean, how much finer of a point can you put on it when someone they did not want those lines to be in the report because they knew how damaging it would be. And the White House has called them uh, inappropriate. But 23 percent, only 23 percent of those polled in one of the polls said they have any confidence in him in terms of his mental acuity. What more information do we need? Oh, no, it's got to be greater than that. It's 23 percent have confidence. It's the 70 yes. some percent have no confidence. No right? confidence. That's right. Yeah. Right. So it's only 23 right. percent yeah. have it. Yep. Have confidence, right. Um, and then Tucker Carlson's going to sit down with Putin or sat down with Putin already. He's going to release this. You can watch the entire interview. And, of course, the Washington Post takes him on. Everybody's going after him. Now, Putin did sit down. I think it was in 20 or 2000. Was it seven? Was it the last time? 2014? I don't have the number in front of me. Oh, I'm losing my mind. Vote for me for president. Uh, he uh, <laughs> sat down with NBC. They didn't take that guy to task when he sat down with Putin. So now what are they saying about Tucker Carlson and Putin? Well, they say that, you know, Russia is sort of uh, fawning over him, although Hillary Clinton says, no, they're making fun of him. But, you know, he is... He's becoming a bit of a superstar there. They have people following him around, following his limo. Um, yeah. But the media is one-sided there. And they say that, you know, the Ukrainians are deeply offended at this and feel like it is it is really, he's being a traitor to their country because mm. it might affect 
you know, the outcome of some of the money that they want and all of that. Um, but most Russians, the Washington Post acknowledges that most Russians are fine with it. Uh-huh. And if not, they could accidentally fly out of a window. Or By drink some way, tea that accidentally <laughs> has radiation poisoning in it. Yes. The uh, It should be on Tucker Carlson's website as we speak. It started at 6 o'clock Eastern time. And it's now 7 Joe is going to be all over oh, that, Sherry. Oh, yeah. Like a wet dog on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sherry, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wet dog on a couch. Fine with me. How's my background look? What's back there? Um, I can't tell. You've got the, 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 the city names. The oh. studio looks exactly like Sherry. Yeah. Yeah, it's a By the wall. way, there's one city ma- missing. Does anybody know which one it is? Andrew knows. Spent all this money at Cairo to have put this thing up, and they forgot a city. Spokane. It will be on the test, Sherry, on Friday. Oh, okay. It's a quad. Okay. I keep guessing, Joe. Uh, uh... I will, Sherry, right after I do what? Go to Bucky's. Yeah? Well, how many locations do they have, huh? I'd say probably like 16. Can I trust them? How long have they been around? Like, what, a month? No, 53 <laughs> years. Older yeah, than both of us. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, well. Here we go. Very exciting. Just a few days away for the Bowl. Do I say it? <laughs> you still, still scared to say it. Still scared to say it. How many people are looking forward to seeing Taylor Swift? How many people are looking forward to seeing a football game? Taylor Swift has a message for Super Bowl weekend. It's the Taylor Swift's big announcement is coming up. She's a big announcement. Really? Is she going to endorse Joe Biden? Holy moly. Wow. Big announcement from Taylor Swift? I guess we'll have to wait to find out. Are mm-hmm. people more excited about her or the game, Sherry? Four in ten people are excited about the Super Bowl this year, which is very different than last year. A lot of people didn't even get, didn't watch, didn't care. Uh, but these are what they're most excited about. 25% oh, are excited just about the game. are excited about the commercials. 17% want to see that halftime show. And 14%, I'm in here, love the puppy bowl. Okay. But uh, she didn't make the list. (laughs) Taylor Swift didn't make the list. But who were they surveying? That's the question. Was it all the people that, yeah, is it all the football fans? And who's going to admit that if you're a football fan? Well, but wait I mean, a minute. Taylor, what a percentage wanted to watch a wanted to watch the puppy bowl? Yeah. They're so cute. <laughs> How about that story about the guy that was almost licked to death by his chihuahua? Oh yeah. So Well, it's a little bit of a false headline. He wasn't licked to death. He had he, he got licked by the chihuahua which had a, uh-huh. a bacteria on his tongue that gave him pneumonia and he almost died. So lick led mm. to death. Uh, lick to death. Almost lick to death. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Um, halftime show is Usher, right? Boo. Yep. Oh, whoa, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean boo. I like Usher's fine, but just boring. Really? Yeah. That's Who just... would you have chosen? 
You know, they've never had a good country music halftime show, so I'm in favor of that. I really liked the um, the the Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg one from a year or two ago. That was one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. I, I, uh, Usher is just there. Was it new for you? No, nah, doesn't do it for me. You know what? It is pretty amazing how they set that stuff up so yeah. fast, right? I thought Dave Matthews was, you know, wonderfully boring. Um he did the thing, but it is wild that they get that whole stage out there in time to get all those people who are performing. That's wild. Really, I saw really, I, I saw a documentary from from that one I was mentioning, the one in L.A., and they had to rehearse the setup for something like three months. And it, when they would start doing it, it would take them almost two hours. And they had uh-huh. to get that the exact same, uh, you know, from A to B. They had to get from two hours down to like seven minutes, and it, it takes wow. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that scene in The Dirty Dozen where they have to drop all the bombs in. <laughs> a, Mickey Mouse goes in the house. B, remember that? And they, okay, this is for 2% of the audience. <laughs> yeah. this, this is the shut-ins part of the show. Brought to you by X-Lax. Um, so Nick turned, when we went to, Nick didn't care about the Super Bowl. She wanted to go just for the party last year, just for the halftime show, because she loves Rihanna. She's like, oh, my God, Rihanna makes me all. <laughs> so I kept going, hey, don't call timeout. Let's get to the halftime show. And the other guy's like, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, yeah, halftime show. Rihanna's going to play. Like, yeah, who cares? I was like, are you kidding? Rihanna? Right, Andrew? Rihanna's going Andrew's gonna to play his favorite Rihanna song. My wife yeah. loves her too. Um, same way. Oh, yeah. Well, for those soon of she us finished, who... soon, she, soon the show finished, Nick's like, okay, let's go home. It's like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Score. The touchdown. Extra point. Uh, for those of us that have actually been to a Super Bowl, oh, I can tell you this. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, sure. I'm still dancing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boy. If, if that went with the, with the song, I don't know how. I just don't know how lucky you're going to get. All right. I'm sorry. You said you went to a Super Bowl once? No, I said for those of us, twice, for those of us that have been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, they're all lip syncing because there's no way to hear. Um, it's just too much or too cavernous and everything. So they're all... Faking it. What? Yeah. Why don't you tell us that the that's not the Easter Bunny down at the mall? Why don't you do that next, Sherry? (laughs) Oh, I know that because those of us who have been the Easter Bunny could tell you that for sure. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Wow, you are on top today. How do you feel? I, uh, <laughs> those of us that have been on top, oh, I don't feel no. great. Uh, uh, Teeny, why don't you say hi to Susan, Teeny? Because she's all, yeah, she's Susan is. Yeah? Say hi, say hi to Sherry. Say hi to Sherry. Understand, Teeny. Susan. Oh, oh ouch. Oh, Teeny, wow, Ooh. what a comeback. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Got to go cry for a while. All right, fly. Anything else in here? Oh, here's some awkward moments. Somebody decides they want to ask uh, Travis Kelsey. This is at a, um, let's see, let's see. Oh, here it is right here. 
Which one? Is this the one reporter asking him? Oh, God. This reporter, I'm going to assume, doesn't know sports. I'm just going to assume she got invited to the thing because they let everybody in. So listen to this. Hi, Trav. How are you? Um, Wonderful. Two very short questions. You want the football one first or the fun one first? You can shoot oh, both of them. All right. Let's do the fun one first. I-, I was wondering if you can help me complete this lyric here. Karma is the guy on the... Chiefs, of course. Finishing. Coming straight. What's the second question? <laughs> uh, the second oh. question is, and good job, by the way. Thank you. Um, at what point do you... Oh, oh my God. Womp, womp. <laughs> I mean, you're in this room with every single sports reporter, and there's some feature reporters in there, but they're all... The, you get a chance to ask the question. Everybody's judging your question. She's going to try to make him kind of play along. He was not going to do it. And he, was, like he fun... was game for like a second, He, he but yeah, she had to push it and go for the second verse, you know? Yeah. But somebody yeah. had to ask something about her. I mean, it's so out there. There's no way to avoid it. And look, what, uh, look who's got a uh, little publicity right now. Miss Ask a Song Question. Hmm. What was her okay. name? Maybe, maybe you could talk to her, call her up, and tell her what it's like to be on top, Sherry. Here's the uh, one more off of you. And, as soon as I get there. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, so this is uh, Brock uh, Purdy, the guy that nobody knew was going to do anything. San Francisco quarterback's really taking the world on. So he, here, listen to this. This is nuts. You and, and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the Internet right now. People think you two are the like, Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think? I think his next question was going to be, and who is Lee Harvey Oswald? People say you look a lot like Lee Harvey Oswald. How do you feel about that? What's he going to say? Uh, yeah. Yeah, whenever I get a photo taken, I always like to have a newspaper right under my chin. Mm-hmm. God, these people with these questions, they need somebody like you, you, Sherry, that's got the experience of being (laughs) to two Super Bowls and playing the part of the Easter Bunny. (sighs) Hey, so breaking kind of news, Biden is going to give remarks in a couple of minutes, but nobody knows what it's about. So we, wow, everybody's speculating. Some people think it's going to be about the documents. Other people say, well, that's weird. Why would he draw more attention to that than necessary? Right, 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 right. Got He's ideas? already made a statement about the documents. Oh, wow. Now the news. But Even more wow. Are we going to break in live on I that? I think we should. It's kind of fun that we don't know, right? Like it could be about anything. <laughs> what if he's, what if he's dropping out? What if nah. we're in the news business? The answer is, of course, yes. <laughs> okay, good. Absolutely. Nice. Right. Nice. Come on now, everybody. Yeah. Bye-bye. Well, here's the news, everybody. We just got news from CBS about, I don't know, 15 minutes ago or earlier. This is an unscheduled announcement that we are waiting for now from the president of the United States, Joe Biden, 46th president, unscheduled. This doesn't happen unless something big has happened, because normally they'll tell you ahead of time, give you at least five hours. The White House takes the lid off, tells you there's going to be this. They tell you where it's going to be happening. They even send out a press release saying he's going to be speaking to these points. And here's why the president feels it's necessary to do this. So this is unscheduled. It doesn't happen very often. So we have been told by CBS to stand and be ready, and at some point we'll break into regular broadcasting, if that's what you can call what we do, Sherry, 
um, to take the president's announcement. Again, we don't know what it is. Some news has happened today. If you're just following, just tuning in, uh, they found that Joe Biden will not be charged with uh, taking documents, having documents, not securing the documents. Some of them were found regarding Afghanistan next to the dog beds. Some were in the garage. Some were in the basements. They were all over the place, but they're not going to be charging him with it because he basically said, oh, yes, here they all are. Come on and get them, other than like Donald Trump, who kept them and obstructed the justice uh, and the FBI from getting all the documents. No charges against Joe Biden for him taking those documents. So that was one bit of news. Another news, of course, the Supreme Court. It looks like they're going to go 9-0 on this as it stands right now. Um, the lawyer, Mr. Murray, uh, I saw somebody say he's taken more arrows than St. Vincent. So that guy's a, a tough time. Every, even the liberal judges are like this. Boy, if you did something like this, then other states could take Joe Biden off. This could be a real problem. So you've got the Supreme Court. Of course, the president of the United States never wants to interfere with the Supreme Court unless you're Barack Obama. And then you look right at the Supreme Court and give them a hard time uh, for their choice when it came to Citizens United. You look right at them. You wake up um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg when you point out that you don't agree with their um, choices. That was Barack Obama. He's allowed to do it during his uh, State of the Union address. But you're not allowed to question the Supreme Court if you're Donald Trump or someone else. So. Those are the two big news stories that are happening. Other than this one, the woman who had her porcelain goose taken, Sherry, the update on that is? Oh, uh, the goose is back. The goose is back, right? The goose is back. The goose is back, yeah. The woman from uh, the fans only uh, advertising (laughs) in the back of her. Yeah, only fans. Uh Her child's been kicked out of the Christian school that she sent her kid to. Yes, Um, her children have been expelled because they say she is promoting a pornographic website. Which right. she is. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tucker Carlson talking to Putin. That's it. That, that, we, those and are all the stories. It would be I, weird to him, for him to address the, the documents thing, right? Because they're not yeah, pressing he, charges. No, not pressing charges. Yeah. I, I think he already did. I saw him speak today, and he, were, he was talking about that, and he was saying, you know, he, this absolves him of any criminal activity or anything. Um yeah, you wouldn't want to shine any more light on that if you're. Oh, no, maybe, maybe, maybe he's going to announce we're going to go to war uh, against uh, King George. <laughs> I, I think it has to do with. Uh, I, I think so. he, what he's doing is uh, this is kind of wagging the dog or whatever. I think he needs to do something right away to take away from what happened in this um, this report, talking about being a feeble old man. So maybe he's going to. Talk about a war situation or something that's happening um, mm. in that mm. front. This is all speculation, which I don't. That is not a, the field that I that I normally trod, Sherry. Speculation. <laughs> I know. As a newsman myself, I, I'm not going to get into that. Facts and only the facts, ma'am. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes, all right. democracy dies in darkness, as the uh, as the Washington Post says. As they prove it every day.